I'm Jessica, and today I have Taylor with me to talk about chapters 20 through 26 of Children of Blood and Bone by Tony, Eddie, and me. Before we get started, there are a couple of content warnings I wanted to point out. This episode will contain spoilers like all of our other episodes. There is also explicit language and adult themes. For more information, check out the show notes. Now let's get started. So chapter 20 is in the point of view of Zaley. So the chapters that we read this time are intense as fuck. Yeah, it definitely starts getting more and more intense as you get. Yeah, and I think we're starting to get into the actual meat of the book. Yeah, I could kind of sense that on the chapters that we did last week, but... Yeah, it just keeps getting more and more intense, especially, like, the last couple um, chapters and what we're doing today. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So bad. All right, so what we left off with last week was uh, Inan made it over the hill, or the ledge, and um, sees Zaley and wants to kill her, basically, which, I mean, we already knew. Um, but they did find them. And Lacan is, like, trying to get them out and everything. So mm-hmm. that's what we're starting with today is Lacan basically going as fast as possible through Chen and Domble, Yep. Uh, trying to get things that they need. Uh, to Zane's idiotic self thought that they were hiding for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Why would they hide? They need to leave. <sighs> Zaylee's still very weak from the ritual, too. Yeah. So uh, they woke her worse. up. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and they said that it was going to take time for her to gain her strength back, too. Right, right. It's like so. waking in another sense. Like, it's overtaking her whole body, and she's blacking in and out. So, yeah. So, run during that. Should yeah. Be, should be fun. I'm sure that Tazane's basically like dragging her along. Probably. Probably. Yeah. That's what I have in my head as the movie playing is he's kind of like dragging her. They're about to leave out the back door, it sounds like, to Lacan is taking them mm-hmm. to. But Zaley freaks out because they Nyla. Nyla yeah. is, it, is it Nyla? Is yes. That, uh, why does it sound so much like Nala? I don't know, but that's totally the image I get in my head, too. Like a, a, a Nala with horns. Like, yeah. they have horns. Yeah, they have horns. <laughs> I still want to see, like, every, all the fan art that I've seen of Lion Airs have just been lions. Like, I feel like I've stumbled across a couple with the horns. I'll oh, have okay. to find them and send them to you. But, yes, yeah, I feel, yes. like I, I feel like I've seen them when I was trying to find. Because so. I really want to see what they look like. Right? And they're huge, too, yeah. enough for three people to yeah. be riding on top of them. So. Exactly. So. Uh, so they go back out to the front, which is why um, Inan sees Zaylee Because right. she goes back out to the front right. to, get her, to get Nyla. And she calls Nyla her oldest friend, which is a little depressing. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, I wouldn't leave my pet. Yeah. But, but my babies are my babies. Yeah. And, like, if there's a fire, I'm grabbing them, too. Truth. So, I mean, I get that part. But saying it's her, like, oldest friend, it's just kind of like, oh. kind of sad. I mean, yeah. she's 17. She hasn't had a friend. Well, I mean, I guess when you're that young. I mean, how long in high school was your best, how long did you know your best friend in high school? Like, if you 
had a best friend in high school. So um, maybe I'm not the person to ask <laughs> because my, I've known my best friend since elementary school. Touche, <laughs> touche. I mean, I've, I've known mine since I was 10, so I mean, oh, I, yeah, I, yeah. yeah, so I, I don't share to be daily fair, sadness here. To be fair, she wasn't my best friend originally. Originally, she was actually one of my worst enemies. It's usually how it works. Yeah, um, we, it was not a good time. <laughs> but... <laughs> Now, she, like, I couldn't imagine my life without her, so. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. But I, I know the feeling that, you know, you have a pet for so long that does definitely feel like your oldest friend. Like, my or, dog I just lost. Part was, of the family, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my dog I just lost, so we had her for 14 years, so that was, yeah. I feel that, like, no. Like an actual, like, family death. Yeah, yeah because yeah. it was. It definitely was. <laughs> yeah, so. I mean, I totally get that. It was just, but yeah, it is yeah. sad that she doesn't have any other friends. But she has her brother at least. You yeah, know? overly protective. Yeah. <laughs> overly protective and still somewhat a pushover at the same time. Yeah, I don't understand him at all. Yeah. <laughs> they get on Nyla, and Lacan is like telling them to go, and they're gonna go across this bridge. And then cut the ropes when they get to the other right, side. Right. And apparently this is like one of the only bridges, and so it would, Enon and the troops and everything wouldn't be able to get to them. Right. After. Pretty much prevent them from following them. Right. And they get to it, and it's this old rickety piece of shit of that course. I would be terrified of going of across. Because I'm terrified of ones that aren't rickety pieces of shit. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't like heights, and then this one's like. Between two mountains? No, thank you. I'm right. good. Exactly. Um, no. Take Fuck me that. now. Fuck that. I will just, just, I'm done. Just, just Kill make me. it. Just make it quick. Just make it quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think Onan. I think they are getting really close to them, and yeah. only one of them at a time can go over the bridge at this point because it's a rickety piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. And so um, they're trying to get Zaley to go across first, and she's like, no. Uh, Nyla needs to go across first because it'll take her the longest. Right, right. And so Tazane takes Nyla across, and um, after they get across, Amari convinces Zaley to go with her, saying, yeah. you know, you're not going to make it on your own, because right. she's still... Weak as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's not blacking out anymore, thankfully. Probably the adrenaline at this point, like, yeah, life yeah, or definitely. death. definitely. Um, so, and while all this is happening, Lacan is basically being a fucking badass. Right? We finally get to see some real magic, like, yeah. actual, like, battle magic at this point. Like, he's doing an incantation with some white smoke and going after them to prevent Yeah, them. making yeah. them fall asleep, I think, was the first thing, where yeah. they basically just crashed into the ground. Right. Um, the next thing was he sent their lioners over the edge. Which is really sad. It is really sad because I mean it's not their fault, right? You know, it's kind of like the whole uh, bad dogs, but there's no bad dogs, only bad humans. Yeah, thing, and so it's like ah shit. But at the same time, it does hinder them a lot, um, and also it terrified them. But what I don't think that Inan and uh, Kea realized was he could have one hundred percent done that to them. Yeah. And they, well, no, they did realize that, but they didn't stop to think about why didn't he? Yeah, why didn't he? 
Uh, in one of the previous chapters, he talks about how he's taken an oh, oath to not harm people. Yeah. So he we can holds to animals. his beliefs. Touche. Touche. And I felt it so awesome because it was like, look, I could legit kill you right now. Easy. Snap of a finger. Done. Yeah. But I'm not going to because I don't believe in harming humans. Mm-mm. And because that's why all the Centauros were Slaughtered because right. they couldn't really defend themselves. Yeah, not to the extent that they needed. I forgot about that part. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, Still wish he would have done us all a favor and just sent a non-flying instead of the animals, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> so Zaley is starting to get across uh, with Amari, and the bridge is acting all kind of funky because I'm sure Nyla broke. Whatever Send integrity the it had. Thing across first, yes. Yeah. Um, so she makes Amari go ahead of her because. It's not gonna hold two people. I guess. Yeah. I, it just holds Nyla, so I don't understand that. And Zane at the same time, so I don't, yeah. I don't know the logic here. But yeah, you know. it's like instead of just two people, it was like four people at the same time. Yeah. So yeah. I don't get it, but whatever. This is what's it happening. It's weaken the rope, guys. It's okay. Yeah. That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those are. And, what I imagine is held together with vines, so... Oh, yeah. Not yeah. rope, per se. So, in my brain, at least. That's, that's my head worse. cannon. That's even worse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways, Amari makes it to the other side, and Zaley is almost to the other side. So close. Uh, by this time, Lacan has stopped Kea and Inan with his magic. He's essentially just holding them in place with this white smoke, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and the bridge breaks. Of course. Because, I mean, what, it, of course it's going to break because our hero is on it and blah, 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 right? We have to hold our breath and hope she doesn't die. Yeah, which, I mean, there wouldn't really be in the rest of the book if she died, so. You don't know that. I've, that. Well, that is true. I'm a big Game of Thrones person. I don't believe anything until it happens. <laughs> So, so the bridge uh, is broken. Bailey hasn't plunged to her death yet, but no, she's she starts, three planks away, I think. Yeah, it's like something like three planks away, and so she starts climbing up, but of course one of the planks gives way under her weight, and she starts falling, and Lacan breaks his concentration of holding Kea and Enon mm-hmm. to save her. She must survive. Yes, <laughs> she must survive. <laughs> And, um, so Kea actually plunges her sword into his heart. Oh, Lacan. And Zaley, by this time, because, I'm assuming because of the magical connection that she feels with him now, because her magic senses are opening up, mm-hmm. and he did basically, basically, he did 100% just give his life for her. Yeah. Um, and for this mission that they now have and uh, just I really wish that he would have still been alive so that we could learn more yeah that's true um, I understand kind of why they had to kill him though because now she is the last hope because he's the last person that could connect them with the sky mother yeah so she, she literally the is one. the last yes. hope now yeah so everything that happened in the last few, like in the last episode that we were talking about, where I don't understand, 
how she's the last hope for this. Why they can't just it's do it later. Now. Well, now it's, Here we go. Like, it doesn't matter because she literally is the only person that can do it now. And then that is the end of chapter 20. So chapter 21. Your favorite. Inan. Yay. Uh. <laughs> so he's counting again. Because that's what he does. Uh, I'm assuming he has some sort of anxiety disorder, which is not against him in any way. I mean, but then again, when you're out trying to murder people, that does cause some anxiety, I would assume. Yeah. So in order to get it under control, he counts. He takes a look at Lacan and just realizes that He's a lot smaller than he seemed when mm-hmm. he had magic. And his tattoos are also disappeared from his skin. Oh, I didn't catch yeah. that. So he just kind of looks normal and human, which. I is, mean, he's kind of human. Oh, okay. Human's not the right word. Well, yeah. Less. Less magic, more muggle. <laughs> 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 he's a total muggle now. No tattoos. He's just an old man. He's sad. He's dead. Oh. Instead of an on. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, he sees a cloud, and he, against his better judgment, allows it to go into him, and he finds out Lacan's name because obviously he didn't know the name. Because why would he? He doesn't yeah. know the person. Um. It's kind of crazy that both him and Zaley are picking up on like, on spirit in different yeah. ways, you know? Yeah. They share similar powers in a sense, but not exactly. It, it's just interesting. I agree. Um, and, like, he's, uh, we find out later kind of what his powers are. What that are. is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, they're both in, in these two chapters picking up on, you know, Lacan's memory and sense and, you know, yeah, things and, like that. Yeah. Of course, not knowing that Enon is experiencing this magic thing, mm-hmm. bursts through and is like, uh, there's no way across. <laughs> Blunt and barking, that one always. Yep. <laughs> And now she's criticizing her king. He's a prince. No, no, no. Oh, oh, wait. It's she? It's, yeah. It's oh, just, she I told is. him not to do this. My bad. Yeah, she's criticizing her king, which is honestly out of character, but because we know that they have an affair, maybe that's why. I just feel that it's out of character for her. Because, you know, she's so barking and so strict with rules and everything. Yeah. She seems like she would follow him to whatever extent. Yeah. Now, I didn't, I was confused. I mean, is she saying that out loud or is Anon picking that up and, like, subconsciously? He can kind of, I don't know, he was hearing the soldier's thoughts in the last week when we were going over stuff. Is she saying all that out loud? I I think, think so. so. Okay. Um, because you, I think when the soldier, when he was picking up on the soldiers, were they saying that out loud too? Did no, I they weren't saying okay. it out loud. But I think it was marked in italics as thoughts instead okay. of in quotes, okay. like this is. Okay. Um, 
that's, I mean. I was confused at this point because I'm like, I don't understand your power. What's going on with the clouds and the thoughts and just tell me. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like searching for clues here. Like, is he listening to her in her head? Or so anyways, but yeah. So she's definitely starting to feel like this is a pointless mission here at this point. Yeah. That they need to do something else to fix what's broken. Yep. Um, I don't know exactly what she has in mind because I can't think of anything that would work. To continue to pursue them, like yeah, nothing. Oh, let them go. Yeah, which I mean, is she suggesting letting them go? Like that makes no sense. We we can't do it. Let's go home. Get our heads cut off. (laughs) Yeah, basically, we all know that's what would happen. Pretty much, yeah. He seems like that violent type. Oh yeah. Um. So Inan decides to become a leader for some reason and tells her to get people to build another bridge and she is like trying to cut him off and he finally just stands up to her and is like no I am your prince and you will listen yeah <laughs> but I am not addressing you as your captain I am commanding you as your prince oh I'm not and like she does not like that. Of course not. Of course not. <laughs> She's used to being in charge, even with him, quote unquote, leading. He's not really yeah. leading. No, definitely was She's not. She's definitely the, the muscle in that relationship. Yes. <laughs> and so while they're building the bridge, he's gonna go into the temple, to. Chendoble. Yes. To, yes. To no. Ah, fuck. The word. Chendoble. <laughs> and. Uh, he told Kea he's just looking for clues, but he is actually going in to utilize his magic against magic. I yeah. always hate that hippo. hippo ugh, fuck, I can't speak. <laughs> I always hate that type of hypocrisy. Right. Because, you know, it's kind of like people that are against, you know, like food stamps or any type of governmental aid. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, I'm going to be on unemployment for three months. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, right? right. <laughs> Hi, you have a fire. I want to, like, fight your fire with more fire. Yeah. Basically, yeah. And that is the end of chapter 21. Moving right along. Hooray, Omari. <laughs> <laughs> I think we see a favorite character. I don't know. She she makes me angry later on. We're not going to call her a favorite anything. She's starting to piss me off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Which we won't get into until next week, but... Oh. Hmm. Oh, I don't even know that. Shush. That's why I'm not saying anything. (laughs) Taylor read ahead. I did read ahead. I kind (laughs) of just, like, got lost one day. Just, you know, I just kept going. (laughs) I didn't get that far. You know, I mean, with the being... I can understand, because what we ended on... Yeah. It's a... It's a... It's the biggest cliffhanger. Yeah. Like, oh my god. I know. It couldn't stop. It was like, what? I want to know. <laughs> yes, yes. All right. So, as Taylor said, chapter 22 is in the point of view of Amari. This chapter is pretty sad as far as, like, Amari goes, because she's basically the stereotypical princess in the tower at the beginning of this chapter. I yeah. believe, yeah, like, every window she can see out of only faces the courtyard. How boring. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's it's terrible. Yeah. She has to sneak into her brother's room in order to see outside of the palace walls. That enrages my feminist insides right now. Just no. 
Yeah. Well, you can look outside, you boy wonder, who I hate. But, but. on top of that, <laughs> I think that her father kind of knew that she wouldn't approve of what he was doing outside possibly, of the castle walls. Possibly, but he also goes on to tell her, like, your business is on the inside. That's why you can just see on the inside. Not need to be worried about the things outside the palace. So he has a view outside the palace. Just worry about the courtyard. And we also get into a little bit about Binta as well. Um, yeah, there are definitely some more memories with Binta in this episode. Yeah. In this chapter, you mean? Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, chapter. Well, Words I mean, this and episode stuff. two, to be Words fair. Words and stuff do, don't get along, you know? That thing. <laughs> We're just. <laughs> we speak good. <laughs> I speak words. <laughs> <sighs> so I think she goes back to the memory of whenever she snuck Minta in her mom's uh, room to show yeah. her some of the favorite jewels that she had. Right. And uh, she's just kind of going through her mom's stuff. and Climbing she, on things, which sounds terrible. Yeah, it, it sounds like they're really young. And so maybe she's just short and she's trying to reach something. Maybe. Um, so she's, like, reaching over and everything falls on the ground. She knocks over the armoire, it sounds oh like. And her mom comes in and is, like, angry. And Binto speaks up, even though Binto is going to get a much worse punishment Mm -hmm. than Amari ever would. And Amari tries to say, no, no, this wasn't her, but her mom tells her to shut up. Binto already basically sealed that fate as soon as she, you know, stuck up for her, which was a good thing. It's a nice thing to do, but it's definitely... I don't think Amari would have gotten the whip for Binto. Yeah. Yeah. Binta definitely got the whip. Definitely got the whip. So, um... But they're in the desert when she's remembering this. And they're trying to get to the city that has the sunstone. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's the last item they need to make the ritual. And they have, like, what, 13 days to do it? think they're 13 days, yes. Yeah. Um, so they're going on, and... They're starting to wonder if... They're ever going to get there? And if the Sunstone is even there. Because they definitely don't know for sure. It's kind of, I think, just going off Lacan's... It wasn't even... Lacan wasn't even sure. No, yeah. Uh, He thinks it's there, but he's not positive. And so they're just like, I have no fucking clue. We just have 13 days or all of magic is doomed to blah, 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 blah. I'd be freaking out right now and be like, I'm done. I'm just going to curl up in a ball. I give up. <laughs> done. I'm going to die in this grainy sand. <laughs> so I think they. They do know, finally get there. Yeah. I think um, it's just as they're really starting to question and then give up, they pretty much arrive. Yeah. <laughs> And Tazan goes off and does something. It never says what he does. Uh, he says that, that he's going to go find a place to stay, I think. And oh, he sends them to go get water. Okay. Yeah. Because they don't need to be seen together, which... Well, I guess it's because the um, guards and stuff have been asking for... Well, but do they even know Tazan's traveling with them? I don't know. I'm not sure. Because the merchant didn't see them together. That's true. That's true. So... It seems like it would be less safe for 
interesting to go off and leave them yeah, when they're looking for too. Mari and Zaylee for sure. Yeah. But uh, anyway. nothing happens. No, so no. I, I guess it's fine. Uh, they go to get water, and they pass a line of diviners, mm-hmm. and Amari is taken aback. Right, because she had no idea how bad the conditions were for them until really seeing them up close and personal this time around. Yeah, and Sailor's like, I've seen worse. Worse, yeah, which is so sad. It is sad, because they're in the desert and they're not allowed water, basically. Mm -hmm. And rags and dehydrated drinking water that's basically sand. You can just taste the grainy sand in my mouth through this whole chapter, but it's like, bleh. Yeah. Bleh. And, um... (laughs) They go to get the water, and they start putting their cups in, and mm-hmm. Zaylee almost gets her hand chopped off, mm-hmm. because the guard slams his sword down where her hand was, because she moved it out of the way quick enough, thankfully, and it's a gold piece per cup of water, mm-hmm. which I don't think it's really a per cup of water, because they filled their canteens. They gave them three gold pieces and filled three But it canteens. does say cup. It did say cup. But specifically. Who knows? Well, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Uh, maybe their canteens are only, like, is what they consider a cup, which, I mean, whatever. Possibly. Who knows? But they get water, and... Instead of drinking it, mm-hmm. they give it to the diviners mm-hmm. that are in the stocks, is what they, they're calling it, the stocks. Yeah. Which, to us, a stock is the people that... Right, have, like, you're immobile, like, yeah, in the was, wooden... Yeah, like, in the wooden thing that's yeah. holding your head and your hate hands are out and people throw tomatoes at your face. I think they mean more like cuffs and chains like, you know, so like a line. Literally slavery? Literally, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Quite literally. Yeah. So they go over to give, you know, some of the diviners water. There is a particular girl, Zaylee, yes. targets or, you know, helps um, at first kind of asking, you know, why there are so many because I think they, they say that there's like an overflow of diviners that they outnumber everybody in the city at this point. Yeah. And we find out that um, they're there for the arena. And at first Amari's like, oh wait, you're building it? That doesn't make sense. Why would you build something like that right. out in the middle of the desert? She's like, no, we're competing in it. And that just makes your stomach fall out because you know, because Greek people did it. The blood sport bullshit of slaves and people they thought were lesser and everything Mm -hmm. like that compete in essentially fight for your freedom. Yeah. Mm. But at the very end of the chapter, they find out that the reason why people are so gung ho about it right now in particular is because the prize is a stone mm-hmm. that creates immor- or that grants immortality according to the person holding the stone. And even Zaylee at first she thinks it's just a myth that a story that the Magi t- uh, tell diviners before they go to sleep but it's not there's a real stone she yeah, yeah and at first they're saying like oh they're calling it the jewel of what is it jewel of something jewel of life baba oh, crap i can't help you with that one i missed that one when i was listening to it <laughs> baba lao baba luaye i think baba luaye we'll go with that it's the ocean esoy i, I 
Okay, I'm gonna stop murdering this language. Yeah, it's hard. It is really hard hard because I'll listen to the audiobook and I went back to read this chapter in particular after listening to the audiobook on the way home one day and Uh I was like, I don't know how to say that at all. And I just listened to it just by looking at it. No idea. No idea. Definitely intimidated by some of the words in this just because I don't understand a lot of the, um, like, and I've actually kind of... So, apparently, this is an actual language. Um, Does she made up, like, Tolkien, or... No, okay. like, a literal, like a literal actual language. Okay. language. Okay, good to know. Uh, good to know. At least for the most part. It's at least based on an actual language. Um, so, I was actually looking into it, because I just wanted to learn more about it. Right. You know? um, she takes a lot of inspiration from Yoruba language culture. Um, uh-huh. It's in... Nigeria, like uh-huh. Western Nigeria. Yeah. Um, of course, it moved around because of slavery, because Western Nigeria was especially targeted for slaves. Not sure. The like, historical it, facts on that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I didn't look too far into that because it makes me sad. <laughs> but um, that's why there's like a bunch of different, there's a bunch of different dialects because of that. But according to at least one source that I saw, they all understand each other, even though there's a bunch of different dialects, um, which is cool and interesting. Huh. Yeah. So the language that the Magi use... Not everyone understands that one, I think, though, right? Like no, the, no, the, in the book, the language oh, that the okay. Magi use is Yoruba. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Hey guys, it's Jessica. I wanted to talk to you about something very exciting. I started a Patreon. Now, if you don't know what Patreon is, it is a website where you can support creative people like me and get cool stuff in return. What you can get for becoming a patron of the Wine Social Podcast Book Club is behind the scenes photos and videos, early access to episodes, fun stories and facts related to the book we're reading, a monthly card or postcard from me in your physical mailbox, or even an extra episode per month. Go to patreon.com backslash the wine social podcast to join the family. Again, the website is p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com backslash the wine social podcast. I will see you there in all the exclusive content. Yeah, I know. I found that really interesting, too. The more you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, that was the end of the chapter was them finding out that the sunstone is actually there. And they did come to the correct place. They're so close. Yeah. But, yeah, so far. Because how are they going to get it? <laughs> right? Oh, goodness. All right. Well, so, chapter... find out how. Oh. So, chapter 23 uh, is in the point of view of Zaylee. I hate this chapter. I do, too. I hate this chapter. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts really bad. I just... Before I was reading for this episode, I'd actually already read it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, fuck, I don't want to have to read this again. I know. I know. I listened to this one on the way home. Oh, no, that's worse. And I was just like, what? No! No! Yeah, it is so bad. So, let's get into it. Um. <laughs> so, I think they're in the re- arena, and 
Zaylee is picking up on hundreds of spirits at this point. Yes. Which, uh, you know, is understandable if you think it's an arena of people fighting and killing each other. That makes total sense, but... Yeah. Still but We also actually learn a little tidbit here. That people that die under duress, it oh, sounds yeah. like... Definitely they don't ascend mm-hmm. without help. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you they can get help to ascend, but... If there's no one there to help them, like there hasn't been for 11 years, mm-hmm. they're all just trapped. They're just trapped on Earth. Makes sense. I mean, I, I hate that, though. Like, those people are the ones that need peace. Yeah. But like in Casper, when they're like, if you have unfinished business, you stick around. Like, it, and it's, I understand. Yeah. But, yeah, it's definitely really sad that they can't ascend just because they're weighed down by, like, a person who was killed in a traumatic way. They can't ascend because there's no reaper to help them. It's so yeah, sad. It's it so is sad. really sad. Um, so, yeah, they are sitting there, and they're looking at this arena, and it's just basically empty. And they're like, what the fuck is, what mm. is this? Mm. Uh they're talking about how they're going to find the stone, and Amari's asking if they should start looking around, searching kind of where they think it might be, you know, search for clues. Uh, they decide that they're going to wait until the competition starts, so people are more distracted. Mm-hmm. Good call, Zane. Good call. Yo, yeah. <laughs> Was that to Zane's, like, suggestion? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. He did something worthwhile. He's worthwhile. I guess. I just find him annoying because he's just kind of there. He's kind of bland, yeah. He is definitely kind of bland. But, I mean, if you have to pick, he's the better male character. Oh, definitely. 100%. (laughs) Uh, The only other male character that that we've found that is okay is Baba, the father. Like Like the two sentences we had with him, yes. Yeah, right. (laughs) We're kind of wondering what kind of competition they're going to see here. And... Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah. Then the arena fills up with water. Oh, gosh. And that sends... That pisses Zaylee off because all these people are... Dehydrated and don't have access to water, so let's and they're flooded an arena to kill people. Yeah, and they're literally flooding an arena. So the captains of their... Basically, the competition is they fill this arena with water, there's a bunch of boats, and... Whoever is the last one standing wins, mm. if there's anyone standing. Their freedom, infinite riches, and, well, not infinite, but lots of riches, and then the sunstone. Yes. Or lifestone, whatever we're calling it here. Yes. Like, I, I have such a hard time with this chapter, and I know why she put this in here, and it's to show the disregard for human life, mm-hmm. and... It's just, it's so graphic, especially for a young adult book. Mm-hmm. This is extremely graphic mm-hmm. and not at all what I would expect. Um, so the a cannon goes off, I think. Is it a cannon that starts it? Yeah, I think they shoot the cannon and... Zaylee's having a lot of issues because I think she's tasting blood and really struggling with all of the death and everything that's going around. Yeah, she feels literally every single death. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, 
And she even says, a prison I can't escape. Mm-hmm. Which, shit, man. Uh, so, the ships are actually shooting the cannonballs and uh, trying to take out the other ships. Mm-hmm. By the end, there's no one alive, which is usually what happens, it sounds like. Yeah. Because um, I think they, they're still handing out the same prize that they were when they started this, that no one yet has been able to be the last one standing. Because no one is standing. Everyone dies. <laughs> Everyone dies. Uh, as my little sister used to say whenever I wanted her to watch a movie, everyone dies at the end. Ah! <laughs> 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 uh, what's really, really hard about this episode, or this, this particular chapter, too, is not only are they fighting to the death, but then they drain the arena and have the the people who are going to be competing tomorrow clean up. up all the dead bodies and the carnage and oh oh yeah and they said there is a film of blood left on no. the floor oh yeah no so hard so moving on super excited to get to a non at this point just anything to get out of that oh. seriously like I'm, I I was happy to move on and I right? didn't care Even that it was a non at this point, I yes. don't care I, I welcome you <laughs> give me answers <laughs> <laughs> I just want answers <laughs> so he's in the temple and he is trying to let his magic take over him, mm-hmm. but he's having a hard time with that because he's so used to not letting it do that. Used to fighting it, yeah. Um, so it, he's kind of following Lacan's memories, memories yeah. through the place um, of whenever Zaley and Amari and Zane got there mm-hmm. is specifically what he's focusing on. So I guess he can focus his power, too. Some answers. Yeah. Kind of. Um, and he sees Amari, and um, I don't really know how that... Oh, okay. So he sees Amari, and he says that he almost laughs when he sees her, because he thinks that she looks ridiculous in commoner's clothes. Right. <laughs> which is so dumb. Yeah. Many many of gifts. If you're used to seeing someone dressed up in a certain way, it is kind of weird to see them dressed down. Well, that's true. Yeah. I guess no one will ever have that problem with me. <laughs> dressed down for life. I love that they go back to the moment where Lacan is still giving Amari shit. Yes. But do you have a name? Everyone has a name. So let me get to experience it over again. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I love their, like, him and Zaylee. They have so much sass. I liked it. So yes. Much. So much sass. <laughs> oh, but he does, uh, I think this is where he does learn Lacan's name, or did he already get Lacan before? It was Lacan before. Okay. Uh, when he stepped in his blood. Okay, that's right. That's right. Yes. So, apparently, he can also hear Lacan's thoughts in his memory, which is weird. More questions than answers. Yeah. So, he hears Lacan think she is the one. Ooh. And Inan's like, the one what? And honestly, he's stupid, because of course, what do you mean, the one what? The one bringing magic back. He is really dumb. Duh. He is so dumb. 
what, what else mm. would she be there for? <laughs> this one. Just yeah. Mm-mm. And he makes his way to the mural. And he's looking it over and sees all of them. And then he gets to the a god that he stops at because there's a turquoise cloud or smoke is what he calls it twisting in their hands I think he, he's at the he's seeing the mural back in the past when Lacan was showing it animated at this point too so yeah. it's moving and he gets to experience that wondrous part which he doesn't deserve but no 100% does not deserve <laughs> But I think it does start to finally give you some answers on what the hell is going on with him. Because it does start explaining the god that his powers stem from. Right. Which, do they give him a, like, a name? Is it? That's Ori, I'm assuming. Yeah. Oh, there we go. This is what I was kind of looking for. It's not, he's not psychic. It's, that's, that's not the word that I wanted to use. But he's the god of mind, spirit, and dreams, which explains... A That's lot. a lot, though. It is a lot. Why does he get this? I don't want him to have this much power. No, that's a lot. It. it is. It is. And it's it's terrible that he has this power to manipulate minds and dreams and all these very, very thing like, heavy things that he could twist for evil. Yeah. And he's going to twist for evil. No. <laughs> Make him useless. Like, he controls things or something. I don't know. But as much as this answers questions for us, it also answers those questions for him because he had no clue. Because True. he was always told the gods weren't real. Right. Uh, but he even says that this mural confirms that mm-hmm. the gods are real. Yeah. That his father was actually lying to him this whole time. Yeah. Uh, Just sad. You think that seeing this and realizing that the gods are real would make you change your stance on wanting to kill magic and your connection to gods. Yeah. I would pick that over my angry father. genocidal maniac. Yeah, exactly. Ah. And, of course, here's his hypocrisy coming through again, where he goes to the ground to start to dream, because he figured out that that's his power. Because apparently power is instantaneous, I guess. Well, I, I think, you know, he's in this temple. It might help amplify yeah. his power so he can do. And that is the end of chapter 24. That was a quick chapter. Nons are always kind of short. She yeah. must not like him either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have much to say. He, he's a he's an asshole. asshole. He says some angry shit. He mopes a little bit. He gets something done, but then he fucks it up. <laughs> Kind of what happens, isn't it? Like every chapter, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so chapter twenty-five is in the point of view of Zaylee. Um, and they are in where they're keeping the slaves. Let's call them what they are. The diviners, um, and they are trying to get the sunstone. Mm-hmm. And. She can actually feel it. So she one hundred she knows that this is actually the sunstone. Actually there. Yeah. And so they get to this door and there's a lock and like 
one of I'm a, like in my head it's like a big bank vault door with yeah. a yeah. circle <laughs> lock, like door opener thing. Uh, but there's an actual like also key lock type thing as well. Um, because she's trying to pick the lock and what she has doesn't work. She needs something hooked. Mm-hmm. Like hooked. So she gets a nail and bends it and it gets the lock picked. It clicks. And she's trying to open the door and it won't open. And so they decide to be dumb. <laughs> and they're yanking on the door and then like that's gonna work. The wheel rips off. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Because everything that can go wrong is going to go wrong course, right now. Of course. So they get even stupider. Mm. <laughs> mm. If that's possible. And start banging, like, hitting up against the door. Like, that's not going to make a bunch of sounds to alert every guard within a radius of this door. So dumb. Somehow so it dumb. doesn't. I don't understand. Okay. Uh, but there is a guard coming that says, hey, and at first I was thinking, they know they're there because they're making all this fucking noise. Right, right. That would be the logical thing. Yeah. But what's actually happening is there is a diviner that is trying to escape from, I'm assuming cleaning is what they're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Um... And they start beating the shit out of this kid. And it's a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, He's just a young boy, too. Yeah. And they're just beating him. It's so sad. And Zaley just can't take it. Mm-mm. And she jumps up. Um, and the boy moans. And they kick him in the head and kill him. Ah, she got involved for nothing. Yeah. Um, but at this point, she's already put her in har- herself in harm's way. She's already made herself known to the guards, and she's got to figure out some excuse of why she's approached them. Yeah. And so she says that she wants to be in the games. Mm. Amari's pissed. <laughs> of course. Yeah, I'm sure Tazane's pissed, too. Um, but... Like, she doesn't really have a choice. How else are they going to get it? Obviously not by throwing their bodies and shaking door. Yeah, like, that didn't help. I mean, if she had different powers, she could have melted the lock or something, but that's not plausible. Yeah, apparently she was like, I wish we had someone that could do that. That would have been cool. Right? would have been really cool. Apparently that's a thing. Good to know. (laughs) Hopefully we see some more of those down the line. Or one of them, really. Yeah. Um... And they, like, yep, this is where it says they have 13 days before the solstice. So, like, they need to get the going because they still have to cross the land. Mm -hmm. They still have to get to the sacred island. Mm -hmm. They still, you know. There's so much. There's a lot left to do. And they don't even have the stone in hand yet. Um, And Amari's like, well, how? How are they going to survive? Yeah. And this is when... Zaley pulls out a holy grail, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, Lacan put a scroll in the bag when he was running through the temple that 
use uh, that cleanses the village of trapped souls. So all the diviners that have been murdered mm-hmm. and used in this arena uh, can be cleansed. But there's a thing that whenever a reaper cleanses a, like, a village of the souls that are trapped there, mm-hmm. they lend them their strength. Oh. And so they're, what Zalia says is they're not going to be playing the same way everyone else is. Right, Because right. they will have help. Right. Um, unfortunately, Zalia has never done this ritual before, of course, because she really hasn't had a chance right, to. Right, right. Uh, so she has to figure out how to learn it. <laughs> Pretty quickly, too, because yeah. I think they're competing. The next long. day. Yeah, the next day. Um... So, Amari still thinks it's a terrible idea. Because, in all honesty, it is a terrible idea. But it's kind of an only idea type of situation. Nothing else to choose at this point, really. Yeah, because if they try and just take the stone, they're going to get killed. Right. They can't even get in there. So No. Well, it's not even going to stay in the same place. They'd have to look for it all over again. Oh, yeah, because they moved it. Yeah. Mm. Ah. Yeah. So there's just so much that it's just like, no, it doesn't work. So she goes out, and she's in the desert, and she's trying to get this to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's freaking out because it's not working. She feels like she's doing everything right, but she can't get her ashe to work, mm-hmm. which is essentially, like, the connection. This is actually also a real thing in... Yoruba culture. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, the more you know. Yeah. Yes. I... So it's the connection of every level, everything together. Oh. Uh, so kind of like the Egyptian uh-huh. beliefs where everything's connected mm-hmm. through, I forgot what they call it in the Egyptian mythology, though. Yeah, I forgot the word. It's actually very similar to Ashe, I think. It makes sense. I think it is actually very similar to that. I can't remember the exact name. Nothing's happening with the scroll. She's just not having any luck. And I think she starts to realize that she hasn't really felt the spirit since they met up with the one, um, the girl that was in the stocks. They say her name. They do say her name. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I don't remember. Manoli? Where is Oh, yeah, yeah. Manoli. Right. The girl was there. They gave Manoli the water earlier yes. um, in the other chapter. But so I think she starts focusing on that and starts to work through the scroll. And she ends up bringing Manoli, I think, to fruition, doesn't she? Like yes. A bre- it resurrects her in a sense. And she made out the sand, I believe. Yeah. It, creepy. Yeah, so creepy. So creepy. creepy. (laughs) It's kind of like in The Mummy with the sand face. Yes, that's exactly what I thought of too, and I was like, oh, all the sand figures. It just reminds me of that. Like, the the big face. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But she does get the scroll to work, so there is a little glimmer of hope that they're not going to die tomorrow. Um, and... Sambaria leap from the parchment. So I'm assuming that's the text. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, so the text from the parchment goes onto her skin. So I guess that means she's leveled up. 
is what I'm assuming because she's figured it out and she says that uh, infusing my body with power it hits my lungs like the first breath of air after diving underwater um, and that's when a grainy figure emerges from the whirlwind which is what we're assuming is Manoli mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it fades to black she passes out again yeah Mm. That's just really discouraging, though. I mean, she only raised one spirit, and she already blacked out. See, I don't think that's what happened. Oh, really? Okay. No. What happened? It uncalled her. Oh, you At that exact moment. Mmm. Mmm. Okay. I'm Because the next that. chapter, because that was the end of chapter 25, is where everything goes black, mm. and you're supposed to think, oh shit. She passed out. Yeah. See, I completely missed that connection. And then Inan, in this next one, he um, gets into his dreamscape, and he's like, oh crap, I'm here. And then he focuses and calls uh, Zaylee into his oh, dreamscape. That's right. That's right. Ugh. See, we don't know. I don't know exactly if that's it, but I'm assuming... No, it definitely makes sense. When you, yeah. you read it that way, it definitely and makes sense. the first time this happened, she was sleeping. Mm-hmm. So, like, we didn't have that blackout type of thing. Right, right. But we also don't know if he can only call them if they're sleeping. So maybe she did pass out and he just happened to call at the exact time, which makes no sense. Eh. If that is the case. Eh. Hell Lucky of a guess. coincidence. Lucky guess. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, he does pull her into his dreamscape at the beginning of this chapter here. Yes. Oh, goodness. And (laughs) when he sees her, he is reverting back to the original thoughts that he had about her. She is ethereal in her grace. Oh, boy. And her hair is like slightly curled now. It sounds like her hair is starting to She did level up. Yeah, right? It sounds like she's leveling up. Right. Because, insta- cause, you know, her hair is supposed to be coiled, mm-hmm. but now it's wavy. Working on it. <laughs> uh, and so the first thing she tells him is that he needs to dye his hair again. <laughs> I just love her. <laughs> <laughs> same. Same. Oh. So much same. It's only been three hours since he dyed it, too, which is really crazy. It just has to be constantly covered and covered. Yeah. Because, you know, he needs to get better dye. Because if my hair dye lasted three hours, I'd be so pissed. Right? Is that Kool-Aid you've got there? No, it does not work. Mm. I just love her. She just constantly gives him shit, though. She's, like, yeah. constantly calling him names, like, Little Prince, and just all this just really antagonizing I kind of wish that it was in the French, a Little Petit Prince. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be a little more jabby. <laughs> just because the nasal is a little bit more jabby. Mm. Uh, so... She makes a good point. She's... Uh, starts asking and on, you know, she's like, there's something that I'm dying to know. You were raised by the same bastard, but Amari can't kill a fly, so tell me, how did you become a monster? Oh, he's a monster. He is. He's an asshole. Yeah, he is an asshole. He sees magic, or the the way people are being treated, 
And he doesn't see anything wrong with it. He's just been completely brainwashed. Duty before self, Alicia before everyone. Yeah. And he says it again. Duty before self. Duty before self. Um, But he is starting to feel guilt. Because he saw firsthand what his father has done at that Mm -hmm. temple. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's probably the first time he saw it, too. And it, it probably helps that he saw it through someone else's perspective. You know, like, seeing well, it through yeah. Lacan's memories. You kind of see it differently. Yeah. Really, through Anon, just on his own, everything's just meh. Yeah, but with Lacan, you also get his feelings attached mm-hmm. to that. And a lot more to it. But he rationalized it directly after. Of says they died so that Orisha could live. It's like, ugh. Not really. I mean, the people of Orisha are Orisha. Isn't that usually how that works? But, yeah. I mean, we know how that stands. We're yeah. from America. That works so well here. And um, she notices his remorse and points mm-hmm. it out. And he is pissed off because she of noticed course. his remorse. Because of course it did, yeah. Um, and he starts vitrally just saying, your, your people did this to yourselves because you took my father's family from him. And she's like, bitch, please. Mm, I didn't do shit to you and mm-hmm. your fucking family. And your father came and took my mother away. Mm-hmm. I just like that she starts to point out to him. What happens when your father finds out that you're a maggot just like everyone, like me, like everyone else? You think he's going to let you live? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. He'll never, he'll never kill me. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm sure he'll let you live. Yeah, sure. That's okay. Yeah, yeah no. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, stay in denial. It's okay. <laughs> and he's starting to realize that that might not be true. Might be the truth. Yeah. Um... And, but he's thinking now that his only chance is to kill magic and that if he kills magic, then... He wouldn't have anything to worry about at that point from his father anyways. Yeah. Which, I mean, his hair will show it no matter what. So I don't really think that's true, Elon. I I really wonder how he spent his whole life them not knowing. Is that, that streak new? Yeah, so the strike didn't happen until he got touched with the scroll. Okay, okay, that's right, that's right. I do remember But that in now. that case, how? Why? Yeah. I guess we'll find out more how that all came to be, because from if I remember correctly, they haven't had a Magi in their line for a long-ass time, so... Yeah, but not only that, Magi are born with white hair. Mm-hmm. Not something that just comes one day. Yeah. Very strange. So then something weird happens. Zaley yeah. steps outside of the white mm-hmm. and it creates more. And he's flabbergasted because it's like, wait, she can control my fucking dream? And honestly, that's fair. Like, how? The only thing I could think of is that he's not fully awakened to the Sky Mother, and Mm -hmm. she is. And so she just has more power than him in general. But wouldn't she have only 
power in her area of expertise versus dreams. That's kind of what I thought. I was really confused by that, but... I mean, eh. whatever. And then she also strips in front of her. Which I don't understand that either. No, because if you hate someone as much as she hates Enon, mm-hmm. you don't want to be naked in front you of them. You don't just forget they're there and strip down and go swimming. No, I mean, maybe you'll jump in the water because, I mean, she's in the desert. Like, right. You know. Yeah. Maybe look on the water. But you sure as hell won't be naked because, like, he's trying to not look at her. Of course. Well, I mean, because he finds her pretty. Of course. And he says that it's distracting as hell. (laughs) Um, But that that wouldn't happen. Yeah, I I found that weird, too. And honestly, like, this part, it sounds like it was written by a man, even though we know it obviously wasn't. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of the times, men just don't understand what Mm -hmm. women think of in these type of situations because they think, oh, it's normal, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But no, this is not normal. If you hate someone that much, where they literally had their hands around your throat. And they're trying to kill you. Yeah. Like. Not going to get down and vulnerable in front, you know? Yeah. It just, yeah. The only thing I can think of is that in at least her part of society, nudity is nothing. That's the only thing I can think. Yeah. It's possible. But still. Feel very vulnerable naked. I don't. I don't know. That would be. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Uh, that took me so aback. I was just like, wait. Yeah. What is same, going on? Same. <laughs> Bye. But she makes fun of him because he's, he's trying looking, not to look. Yeah, yeah, and she can totally tell. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it is the f- the most water she's seen since her village burned down. So I can understand yeah. the the want and the need to go swimming personally just wouldn't strip down but yeah you know and the water actually takes him into another uh, flashback uh because this is before he mutilated amari mm-hmm. where they're actually like super like together and super uh oh, fuck, what's close the... yeah yeah they're like they're really, really close young, too in this flashback too it, i think She's like a toddler. Amari is a toddler in yeah. this flashback, yeah. Well, I mean, I think that she had the scar when she was like six, so it had to be kind of when she was a toddler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Touche. Touche. But um, they're trying to give Amari a bath, and she's like not having it. No. And she like gets out of the bathtub and running around the palace naked. (laughs) Away from everyone. The nannies, everyone. Yeah, and the nannies are giggling their asses off, but their mom is, like, super pissed. Uh So they're trying to hide that they're laughing. Um, And Inan sees her and is like, oh my gosh, yes! And so he, like, strips down, and they both jump into, like, a pool. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, they jump in and they make a splash and drench their mother. <laughs> Which is hilarious. Yeah. It's such a cute flashback. It and is. he has to fuck it all up in a few years. Of course. Uh, but that's where that flashback ends. Um, so after the flashback ends, they are t- he's talking to Zaylee and she gives something away. Yes. Oh. She wasn't thinking. No, no. Um, she mentions something, uh, 
I think she mentions like desert or something like that. Oh no! She, she mentions that the gold piece for a cup. Yeah. Because she's t- like basically telling him how much of a piece of shit his family is. Right. Because right. they're charging a gold piece for a cup of water. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "What? That's not a thing." No. Um, and he's like, Wait, the only people that might do that are, and then he figures it out. Mm-hmm. Through deductive reasoning, he kind of figures out where they're at at this point, which is, fuck. Yeah. Ah, no. Mm. And, um, he asks if Amari is okay. I'm honestly surprised she was even calm with him and said that she's fine. Yeah. They're growing like, on each other. I know, I know. I see it, I see it, I don't want to see it. Exactly, yeah. Because she's teasing him, she really is. Mm. And it's, you know, and it sucks, because I, honestly, I just like that I hate you, okay, let's get married now, trope. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I understand why people do it, it's because of the whole thing of opposites attract. Mm-hmm. But you should never forgive someone literally trying to kill you. Yeah. Like, you just shouldn't. Um, because they literally tried to kill you. They like, obviously are a violent person. Yeah. Don't put yourself in that situation. Exactly. Um, so, like, I know that's kind of where this is going. And as he pointed out in the last episode, it's kind of what the jacket says that it's kind of yeah. going towards. Yeah. So that kind of makes me sad. Um, I'd much rather her end up with some rando person that we don't even know yet. Yeah. Um, and him getting into rehab or something. <laughs> Going to anger management. <laughs> I don't think I'm that here. <laughs> I know. But it would be helpful. <laughs> oh. Or prison, you know, for murdering people. Yeah. Prison sounds good. Prison yeah. sounds doable. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think... After they go back and forth giving each other shit, he does wake up at this point back in the temple, in the the area where the mural was at. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Kaya is standing there yes. over him while he's in his dreamscape. Oh. oh. And she can tell. She can tell. She can totally tell. He can see it on her face everything. Well, I mean, not only that, but she has... Yeah. She has her sword pointed at him. You're gonna die. (laughs) And so he's like, no, um... He's trying to play dumb at first. And be like, what are you talking about? He's just like... I was just here finding clues. I was asleep. No. Yeah, she's she's not... No. She's not taking it. Mm -mm. He rolled a one. And persuasion. <laughs> uh. Well, not only was he muttering in his sleep, he was surrounded by light. So there's no <laughs> denying that you're like casting some kind of magic here. Like, oh yeah, yeah no, no, no. So and then um, he's like, you know, just put your sword down. Everything's good. Mm-hmm. And she's about to, but then she looks up at his face and sees his hair. And he's like, oh shit. Oh shit. It's over now. Yeah. And. Well, she's freaking out and wondering how long he's been a magi and, and if, everything. And like, if he's helping Zaylee. They're working together, yeah. 
Uh, she goes into full conspiracy theorist mm. mode. Yes. Um, it, it's a little frightening, actually. Like, well, this her- is her, her facade breaks completely. Mm-hmm. She's in full panic mode, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, someone that she believed was one thing turns out to be another thing. It's, yeah, it's definitely scary. And those things that she's been told all her life that is bad. Terrible, yeah. So... Well, not all her life, because I believe that she was... Ouch, sorry. Ugh. Not all her life, because I believe she was at the temple when it was done. Yeah. So, I mean, she had to have been around before then. Yeah. Um, well, he's trying to tell Kaya that the girl infected... Zaylee infected him, which I still don't understand, but she just assumes he's lying. She accuses him of lying and starts asking back to, you know, if he's working with her and he keeps telling her that he is on her side, that he's always been on her side and he's with Arisha. He's the crown prince of Arisha. He's not fighting with the Magis. Yeah. And, um, she's like, okay, well, Maybe this is why you're acting so weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had to make sure that you were good because, mm-hmm. you know, like, I don't know. I have to make sure. Right. Um, and she basically tells him to go back home and that she'll carry on. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, I'm the only one that can find her. Mm-hmm. And she is not happy with that. Nope. Because she does not want him around her. Nope. Uh, he grabs her and she flips out about that. Um, and she tells him that he's a liability. And that he, if he doesn't tell... Uh, uh, that if anyone finds out that it'll make the king look bad. Mm-hmm. And he's she's gonna tell the king. And mm-hmm. he's like, you can't. And they start to scuffle, I think, at this point, kind of. Just a little yeah. bit. But then he loses control. Mm-hmm. Because he's terrified. Mm-hmm. Uh, because even though he was putting on such a big front with Zaylee, he knows his father will kill him. Oh, yeah. In an instant. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least he believes that now. I mean, he has every reason to believe. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> definitely has every reason to believe that. So... Oh. This light bursts from his hands, Mm -hmm. and it's, like, going around Kea, and, um, she's, like, it sounds like he's kind of inflicted Ebola-type stuff on her. Yeah. Because she starts bleeding out of everywhere. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, like, he's liquefying her inside of her head. Oof. Yeah, she's got blood coming from her ears and And things like that. And her eyes, and... Definitely a Ebola-like... Oof, no, no. But also, it's interesting that he lost control like that. Because Zaylee, like, stuff happens, but that's because it's happening to her. Mm -hmm. She hasn't done anything on accident. Like, outside to someone else. Yeah, Yeah. and she's been definitely angry at people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, she's been angry, she's been pissed, she's been scared, she's been all sorts of things. 
good for Amari. She doesn't have a power that she can't control when she gets angry because Amari would have been liquefied chapters ago. Right? <laughs> when they I mean, first did, met. Yeah, I mean, she did try to throw her, like, or drag her into a fire, but, She you also know. tried to choke her. Oh, yeah, there was that, too. Yeah. All kinds of murder attempts on poor Amari. <laughs> but there was also the one where she threw, like, a papaya at her head. Yeah, but I mean, she that was that. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that one wasn't really her trying to kill her. She was just trying to see her reaction. Just your skills, Yeah. yeah. So, Anon, he's trying to stop, I think, at some point, but he can't stop, and Kaya eventually dies. Yes. And But before she dies, she calls him a maggot, which is just... I mean... <sighs> it, hey, if you want to call other people like you maggots, that's what true. you are. It's true, but it's just the salt in Anon's wounds at yeah. this point, which... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's freaking out, and it's like, no, no, his father's going to hate him, mm-hmm. because as she's dying, he sees how much his father actually loves her. Mm-hmm. Um, which is terrible. I have this thing where I believe if you don't love the person you're married to, and you love someone else, fucking leave the person you're married to. Yeah. Royalty has different rules, though. Yeah, you know? I guess. Yes. Yeah. Their own made rules, but... Yeah. So, yeah, he, he's definitely feeling bad because his father, once again, has lost his love to magic. His family at first, and now Kaya, and he's responsible, so if he wasn't going to get killed by his father before, he's definitely a dead man walking now. Yeah. <laughs> and he subscribes to the thing, thinking that the only way to make it even... Sw- Slightly better mm-hmm. is to kill magic, which is killing Zaylee, and that is the end of chapter twenty six. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what did you think? I I really that that block was intense. It really was. Yeah, there is a lot of death in that one. <laughs> yeah, the especially the um arena episode, uh, chapter. I've got I'm, you I'm, doing it now. Yeah, you infected me. <laughs> like Zaylee infected right? me. Right? I touched you with the scroll of word confuzzles. <laughs> I don't know. I may have touched you because I started off. Uh, so yeah, that chapter in itself, it, like I said while we were going through it, it's just so difficult for me to go through. Mm-hmm. I I am really bad at handling death in general, Mm -hmm. Um, and when I read, I have a movie playing in my head, Right. so I was essentially watching it, kind of, because I was also kind of skimming over some parts. I know, I don't want to see this. Yeah. This is painful. Yeah. Exactly. So, that chapter in itself, just, I don't want to read it again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good, we're through it. We don't have to do that again. Yeah. Oh, gosh. It's so bad. But they are going to be fighting, so we're going to have to go through it a little bit. Yeah. Mm-mm. Um, I think that Inan is starting his redemption arc. Mm-hmm. I definitely uh, see that. So, uh, 
I don't know exactly where it's gonna go. Honestly, Kaya's death surprised me. Like, yeah, I was hoping yeah. that she was gonna die, but I was kind of saying it jokingly because I wasn't expecting her to die. Yeah, I didn't die. expect her to die either, especially when I, you were asking me, what's your least favorite character? And I was like, Kaya, I just wish they would just kill the barking person already. And Yeah, that is our episode. <laughs> so, where can we find you, Taylor? Well, when I'm not recording or talking with you, Jessica, I am usually painting, and you can find some of my artwork over at Avant Symmetry on Facebook or Instagram, and that's going to be A-V-A-N-T-S-Y-M-M-E-T-R-Y. <laughs> Such a struggle. I hate spelling out loud. I would have failed as a spelling bee kid. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on instagram at the wine social podcast or like i said on twitter at wine underscore social underscore pod sorry everything that was relevant was taken uh, or on facebook at facebook.com backslash the wine social podcast and when i am not recording i am heading over to itunes to rate and review my favorite podcast which is what you should do give us a five star rating and review or just share the podcast with a friend and join us next week for chapters 27 Did you want something? Thanks for your participation. We enjoyed your jingle. (laughs) Take your jingle elsewhere.